0: 1st Samuel chapter 16. The Lord said to Samuel, How long are you going to mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, because I, have selected a king from his sons. Samuel asked, How can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. The Lord answered, Take a young cow with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will let you know what you are to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate to you. Samuel did what the Lord directed and went to Bethlehem. When the elders of the town met him, they trembled and asked, Do you come in peace? In peace, he replied, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and said, Certainly the Lord's anointed one is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his stature because I have rejected him. Humans, do not see what the Lord sees For humans, see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. Jesse called Abinadab and presented him to Samuel. The Lord hasn't chosen this one either, Samuel said. Then Jesse presented Shammah, but Samuel said, The Lord hasn't chosen this one either. After Jesse presented seven of his sons to him, Samuel told Jesse, The Lord hasn't chosen any of these. Samuel asked him, Are these all the sons you have? This is the youngest, he answered. But right now, he's tending the sheep. Samuel told Jesse, Send for him. We won't sit down to eat until he gets here. So Jesse sent for him. He had beautiful eyes and a healthy, handsome appearance. Then the Lord said, appoint him. Appoint him. Appoint him. Appoint him, for he is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David from that day forward. Then Samuel set out and went to Ramah. Now the Spirit of the Lord had left Samuel, and an evil spirit sent from the Lord began to torment him so saul's servant said to him you see that an evil spirit from god is tormenting you let our lord command your servants here in your presence to look for someone who knows how to play the lyre. whenever the evil spirit from god comes on you that person can play the lyre." and you will feel better. Then Saul commanded his servants, Find me someone who plays well, and bring him to me. One of the young men answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. He is also a valiant man, a warrior, eloquent, handsome, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul dispatched messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son, David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a wineskin, and one young goat and sent them by his son, David, to Saul. When David came to Saul and entered his service, Saul loved him very much. And David became his armor bearer. Then Saul sent word to Jesse. Jesse. Let David remain in my service, for he has found favor with me. Whenever the Spirit of God came on Saul, David would pick up his lyre, his lyre. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would pick up his lyre and play. And Saul would then be relieved, feel better, and the evil spirit would leave him Romans chapter 14. Accept, accept anyone who is weak in faith, but don't argue about doubtful issues. One person believes he may eat anything, but one who is weak eats only vegetables. One who eats must not look down on one who does not eat. And one who does not eat must not criticize one who does because God has accepted him. Who are you to criticize another's household slave? Before his own Lord, he stands or falls and he will stand for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person considers one day to be above another day. Someone else considers every day to be the same. Each one must be fully convinced in his own mind. Whoever observes the day observes it for the honor of the Lord. Whoever eats, eats for the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. And whoever does not eat, it is for the Lord that he does not eat it. Yet he thanks God, for none of us lives to himself and no one dies to himself. If we live, We live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and came to life for this, that he might rule over both the dead and the living. But you, why do you criticize your brother or you? Why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before the tribunal of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will give praise to God. As I live, says the Lord, Every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will praise, will give praise to God. As I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will give praise to God. So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us... No longer criticize one another. Instead, decide never to put a stumbling block or a pitfall in your brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord. I know I am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. Still... To someone who considers a thing to be unclean, to that one it is unclean. For if your brother is hurt by what you eat, you are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy that one Christ died for by what you eat. Therefore, do not let your good be slandered. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever serves Christ in this way is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then we must pursue what promotes peace and what builds up one another. Do not tear down God's work because of food. Everything is clean, but it is wrong for a man to call stumbling by what he eats. It is a noble thing not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that makes your brother stumble. Do you have a conviction keep it to yourself before God the man who does not condemn, the man who does not condemn himself by what he approves is blessed but whoever doubts stands condemned if he eats because his eating is not from a conviction And everything that is not from a conviction is sin. Everything that is not from a conviction is sin. Lamentations chapter 1. How she sits alone. The city once crowded with people. She... Ah, how she sits alone, the city once crowded with people. She who was great among the nations, she became like a widow. The princess among the provinces has been put to forced labor. Bet. She weeps along during the night with tears on her cheeks. There is no one to offer her comfort. Not one from all her lovers and her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. Gamal, Judah, has gone into exile. Following affliction and harsh slavery, she lives among. She lives among the nations, but finds no place to rest. All her pursuers have overtaken her in narrow places. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to the appointed festivals. All her gates are deserted. Her priests groan, her young women grieve. And she herself is bitter. Her adversaries have become her masters. Her enemies are at ease, for the Lord has made her suffer. Because of her many transgressions, her children have gone away as captives before the adversary. Vav. All her splendor has vanished from daughter Zion. Her leaders are like stags that find no pasture. They walk away exhausted before the hunter during the days of her affliction and homelessness. Jerusalem remembers all her precious belongings that were hers in days of old when her people fell into the adversary's hand she had no one to help the adversaries looked at her laughing her down the adversaries looked at her laughing over her downfall Jerusalem has sinned grievously. Therefore she has become an object of scorn. All who honored her now despise her for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns away. Her uncleanness stains her skirts. She never Considered her end. Her downfall was astonishing. There is no one to comfort her. Lord, look on my affliction. For the enemy triumphs. The adversary has seized Yod. The adversary has seized all her precious belongings. She has even seen the nation's Enter her sanctuary, those you had forbidden, to enter your assembly, calf. All her people groan while they search for bread. They have traded their precious belongings for food in order to stay alive. Look, Lord, and see how I have become despised is this nothing to you all you who pass by look and see is there any pain like mine which was dealt out to me which the lord made me suffer on the day of his burning anger men he sent fire from heaven into my bones he made it descend he spread a net for my feet and turned me back he made me desolate sick all day long my transgressions have been formed into a yoke fastened together by his hand they have been placed on My neck and the Lord has broken my strength. He has handed me over to those I cannot withstand. Samek. The Lord has rejected all the mighty men within me. He has summoned an army against me to crush my young warriors. The Lord has trampled. Virgin daughter Judah, like grapes in a winepress. ayen I weep because of these things. My eyes flow with tears, for there is no one nearby to comfort me. No one to keep me alive. My children are desolate because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands. There is no one to comfort her. The Lord has issued a decree against Jacob that his neighbors should be his adversaries. Jerusalem has become something impure among them. The Lord is just, for I have rebelled against his command Sade, the Lord is just, for I have rebelled against his command. Listen, all you people, look at my pain. My young men and women have gone into captivity. Quaff, I called to my lovers, but they betrayed me, my priests and elders, perished in the city while searching for food to keep themselves alive. Lord, resh, Lord, see how I am in distress. I am churning within. My heart is broken for I have been very rebellious outside the sword takes the children. Inside there is death. Shin, people have heard me groaning, for there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my misfortune. They are glad that you have caused it. Bring on the day you have announced so that they may become like me. Tav, let all their wickedness come before you and deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all my transgressions. For my groans are many and I am sick at heart. Psalm 32. How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is the man. The Lord does not charge with sin and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning. When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained, as in the summer's heat. Say la. Then, I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you took away the guilt of my sin. Therefore let everyone who is faithful pray to you at a time that you may be found. When great. Floodwaters come. They will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with joyful shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and show you the way to go with my eye on you. I will give counsel. Do not be like a horse or mule without understanding that must be controlled with bit and brittle, or else it will not come near you. My pains come to the wicked, but the one who trusts in the Lord will have faithful love surrounding him be glad in the lord and rejoice you righteous ones shout for joy for be glad be glad in the lord be glad in the lord and rejoice you righteous ones shout for joy all you upright in heart